Welcome to the Swike Podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike Podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. You always have to take some time for yourself to actually sit down every two, three years and remap uh, the goals that you want to achieve for the next phase of your career. So in the next two, three years, I will have to sit down and decide what I want to do again. Cool. And, and you mentioned that somehow you got into cybersecurity. <laughs> Can you walk us a little bit more? Because a lot of folks, uh, when, when they reflect back, it's like, oh, yeah, somehow it just happened. But uh, when you're in the journey, then you yeah. want things to happen. And, and how did you identify that as even an opportunity for something for you to get into? Because cybersecurity seems to be something that a lot of people are, are looking to get into. Um, so, so how did you kind of uh, somehow get into it? Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay. So I always have this passion for tweaking stuff. And then, and there's a bit of a luck. And again, I think networking is important. Mm. And I had a mentor too. So I guess mentorship, which we can, we can touch on later. It's, uh, it's key in, in helping you pretty much um, grow. It's as simple as that. So I, uh, I always share my passion when I found some issues and trying to fix it. And, and then that's, that it became a conversation with me and some, someone else at the office back then. And then from words of mouth, uh, I was come to know that someone who had a lot of interest in this field. Mm -hmm. What happened was about 20 years ago, we had an amazing, uh, CIO with a vision. So he had this vision uh, about 20 years from now, cybersecurity would be something every institution would need. Mm -hmm. So he, uh, since he was trying to jumpstart that cybersecurity initiative, uh, he already had someone and then they needed another person. And then they say, hey, Hendra might be, Hendra might be interesting. So I was asked and then I took the opportunity and, and that's how it happened, really. So it's a, it's a combination of uh, a great mentor and luck and and the people you know. Because I was ref, uh, I didn't even know my name was mentioned until they got to me. Cool. And on, on the topic of mentorship, because because you know I'm a big advocate of mentorship and and uh, getting people to uh, mentor you as well as mentoring other people. So uh, can you? Talk us through a little bit about that mentoring relationship. Like, is that, that doesn't sound like it was a, a formal one where they kind of matched you. It was just something that happened or is, uh, was there something more to that? Can you, can you walk us through kind of how that uh, mentoring relationship got, got started? Okay. So I think, uh, first of all, right off the bat, mentoring is key. And it's really, really important in my opinion. Some people, um, I guess it started with, within, uh, your family. So you always have a sister, a brother, a cousin, uh, your, even your own parents who can share with you some wisdom, right? And then the minute you, you leave your, your home, then you don't have that kind of uh, guidance anymore. Mm. It's, it's good if you can, uh, nowadays, if you can do it uh, professionally, that means you can actually go out and find people and build that relationship. Uh, I still find that it's challenging to find a mentor who can always be there for you uh, at least once every couple of months to 
to give you some guidance and to just talk to you about what they feel uh, uh, on 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 what you're doing with your career. So this Stewike stuff or the book that you you publish, I think it's a conversation. It's more like a conversation. If you sit with a mentor, these are the key items that you you will likely get. Mm-hmm. So so I think if uh, if you can find a mentor, you should uh, at least find it in in books or, or other publication or other channel that that will allow you to to grow right now how did i get into the uh, mentorship uh, relationship pretty much i was just looking around as simple as that so if i see someone i respect i would try to understand this person then i will see if uh, if this person is available and i would uh, try my best to get his attention in a good way that means uh if I know that he has a project that he's working on, then I will see if I can get onto the project and impress him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and did this end up being like a formal mentoring, or is it just really just someone that you respect, someone that uh, you, you like understand his his knowledge, his wisdom, his experience, and then decide you know what I might as well ask him a few questions, maybe take him out for coffee, maybe uh, just grab um, some of his his wisdom and stuff like that. I think what you mentioned is it's uh it's on the on the dot. So what I did was I already know I'll give you an example. So there was uh the CIO who decided to to uh to jumpstart the cybersecurity program. He, uh, eventually he became my mentor. Back then I didn't even talk to him because I was just this this uh tech support first level customer facing uh, an analyst. Then then after a while, uh, from I grew within the uh, within the organization up to a point where I I became closer to him professionally, and then uh, and then over the years I built my rapport, and then and eventually when I talked to him or when he got a chance, uh, we just uh, I just asked some questions, and it's uh it's the bit by bit, and I build it into today. I can simply send him and a message and if he's free we can go for coffee it, it's a it's a relationship that i have built in uh in more than 20 15 20 years mm-hmm. from the beginning where i was like hey he got a good degree he looked like a decent person then from that point on i i was thinking it would be great if i could just uh talk to him i don't think we have an official title that he's my mentor Mm-hmm. But then uh, I, from from all the guidance and wisdom he has ever provided me, I think he uh, he fit into that role. Yeah. Does he know that that he's your mentor? Uh, I ask him a lot of questions, like how how to deal with this situation, how to deal with these people, what should I do, uh, what do you think of this strategy? I don't think he he uh, he's humble enough not to call himself my mentor. <laughs> but then, uh, but then. <laughs> Uh, he's more than just a mentor. He has he has shared with me a lot of wisdom that I I've managed to use and has been very useful right. uh, today. Yeah, and I think that's an important uh, point in that a lot of people think these mentoring relationships have to be very formal, right? Like join a program, you're matched, mm-hmm. and you yeah. have to uh, kind of sit there. But it sounds like that uh, you could really uh, leverage anyone around you uh, as a mentor, someone who has done something that you haven't knows more that you that that you don't and 
um, are connected to different people that, that you aren't and just reaching out to them and uh, getting to know them, uh, trying to do something for them, as you said, about like the, the projects that he was on to try to get their attention and, and be helpful mm -hmm. to them so that you're not just the, the person, uh, the mentee who's always taking and always asking questions and not giving anything returned, making it a, yeah. a two-way street. And then it doesn't even have to be formal because whenever he's available for coffee, then, then you then you chat. Whenever he's available to take a few questions, then you chat. But if he's not available, well, then uh, you, you'll try to get your information elsewhere or, or uh, wait till he's available. So I think that's an important note where uh, mentoring doesn't actually have to be this formal relationship uh, to the point where like he, he doesn't formally know that, <laughs> that you're his uh, he's <laughs> your mentor, that sort of thing. But you've learned so much for him uh, otherwise. I'm, I'm glad that we kind of went through mentoring uh, and, and your uh, ability to, to go out and find mentors. But, but I want to kind of shift it to the other side because I, I understand uh, the importance or uh, I try to elevate the importance of other people sharing their wisdom and becoming mentors uh, in themselves. So uh, I, I know that you started a youth a young professionals organization within the, the Indonesian community. And uh, can you describe a little bit about uh, like your interest in kind of youth empowerment, youth enablement, and, and how did uh, that whole process start? Uh, again, the whole process started kind of uh, in, I didn't have any plan and then someone approached me and I thought it was a great idea. And so I, I just decided to sign up. The, in terms of mentoring people, I believe that's always important to give back for some reason, which uh, I'm not sure how I got into it, but I think it's important to give back. One of the one of the things after I put some thought into it that came that came out is I think uh, it's we're going to get old and and we will continue to live to a certain point, right? But we will not be as productive anymore. So I think the future depends on the younger generation to continue to to make sure that uh, this place will continue to run properly. This place as in, and probably in a bigger sense in this world. So uh, we, we, I know that there's always, there are always problems that we, we face. And, and I will, in my entire lifetime, I wouldn't be able to solve all the problems. I probably, probably not even a tiny tiniest portion of what all the problems we have uh, in this world so that means uh, to to give back is to actually trying to solve that problem one and two on a more I call it a personal level you also learn from these people right so as as a uh, the way I look at it is the principle of success of development or career development is always the same. You need to have good communication skill. But at the same time, the the way to communicate or the channel that we use to communicate has always evolved. So it changes from time to time. We used to be able to meet for coffee. Now we really have to use <laughs> online meeting and virtual meeting just because something decided to uh the world basically shifted a little bit and then we have we have to adjust. Mm -hmm. So I think that is important uh, in a way to uh, to kind of know what's going on around you. So that's how I believe giving back has has some benefit. One of the benefit is uh, you can pass on some legacy and something that people have taught you, and then you can share it and 
with other people so they can become successful successful as well. And the other thing is also for yourself that you can continue to learn what's new, what's current. And in many sense and in many respects, it helped me with my career so far. So what are some of the things that the, the, the YP, uh, the initiatives that you ran, what, what have they done? And then what are kind of your hopes and aspirations for the future? Because I know you, you're uh, thinking about rebooting it and uh, trying to uh, ramp it back up. So what are some of the things that, that you've done and, and what do you want to be doing uh, in, in the near or, or longer term future? I think uh, for the, yeah, I, have, uh, I was away for a while when I was uh, in the MBA program. So after mm-hmm. uh, now that I'm done, I'm thinking of going back to this, uh, to this giving back uh, idea, and and I believe that there was a a a, a medium which I can use to uh, to kickstart this, and that is the uh, the uh, Young Indonesian Professional Group, and it's not that active right now. So my plan is to actually uh, have another event where I can connect people from usually. I did that a few years back and the idea was the same. Pretty much we have the people who are looking to go into the uh, the workforce uh, in uh, almost graduate or still in a, in a university and we have people who have been there so they can share the CYC with, uh, with the people who are looking for a job. And from there, they, they can learn the, treat, the tricks and tips and also managed to get some name for potential um, mentorship going forward. So that my, my, uh, my aspiration would be to have, to have an event like that. We'll get some speakers who, who have, uh, who have a lot of knowledge in, in professional networking and personal development and to share, to share some knowledge as well. And, and we'll take it from there. Cool. So you spoke a little bit about like uh, arranging kind of mentoring relationships, having people share their their swipe, the uh, the stuff mm-hmm. I wish I knew earlier. So what's some of that uh, that that you've encountered within your life? So um, maybe taking it earlier in your career. So so even I don't know if you can find something that even before you transitioned to to, to Canada, uh, is there anything that you would want to tell your like yourself in high school <laughs> as you're making that transition or uh, yeah. after you've landed and then as you go through your career and then as you uh, started your, your MBA and then even even now, like, like is there some stuff that, that you wish you knew earlier or, or something that if you if go back and tell your younger self, what would some of those things be? Okay. I think uh, the important things to know, first of all, uh, is to, to have a growth mindset. Hmm. I guess that's really important. I believe you mentioned it in your book as well, and they res- and it resonates with me really well. Pretty much, the from the fact that I keep going back to school to uh, to learn new stuff, it's a uh, it's a testament to my. I agree with that mindset, the growth mindset. You always have to uh, to try to to grow in a way. It's fine if you don't feel like uh, you need to do that. But I guess if you have that aspiration to to be better than today, uh, you, I mean, if you want to be better going forward, I guess uh, having a growth mindset is really important. And, and is that all, something you naturally yeah. had, or is that something that uh, you, you acquired over time? Uh, no, actually, it's something I have acquired over time. Mm, okay. So from 
from uh, from talking to friends and talking to mentors, official mentors or unofficial mentors. Mm -hmm. They always, I I learn, uh, I learned that people who uh, who are successful and to have some sort of uh, achievement in their life, which is worth mentioning, it's to actually they they have this mindset that they will they need to continue to grow. They never stop learning. I think that is uh, that is key. Um, that's uh, yeah. I, I I can't stress any more on how important it is. Right. And another important aspect of the growth mindset is to to even know that you can grow. Right. So definitely taking the time to improve, learn, and 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 uh, get better. But even knowing that uh, with the right uh, tools, tips, tricks, concepts, relationships, resources, whatever it is, that you uh, have a belief that you can get better. Right. So that's really the the difference between the, the fixed mindset um which is the opposite of it and uh, mm-hmm. that really limits you and says that you know what i can't possibly do it so a lot of people use the um kind of iq score as well I, i'm just i'm just dumb I, I can't do it i'm not good at math or whatever mm-hmm. and if you start with that mentality then obviously that's going to be true right but to yeah. be able to say okay i'm not good at math yet i'm not good at whatever it is yet uh can, can be a clear um, differentiator in terms of, of growth and stuff. So I think that's that's amazing. So that has carried, uh, I guess, throughout uh, your, your your career path. Um, but if you were to to uh, be able to give yourself some advice, let's say uh, uh, as an international student when you first landed in in, in yeah. Canada, right? Uh, yeah. What are some of the things that, that you might share with yourself? Uh, first of all, I would uh, I would hope that I put more focus or emphasis on communication skill. Like writing skill and and to be able to communicate in general was uh, really important. That's one. And two, I would uh, the growth mindset because I I got to it late. Mm. So that means if I if I knew it was so useful earlier, then I would spend more resource and and time to actually grow myself. So I I uh, I had a time where basically I wasn't growing. So I think there was a, there was a time wasted. I'm not saying that by growing you really have to you you have no fun in life at all. Mm-hmm. But then but then you should have fun. But then at the same time you should be growing. So what I learned from a couple of weeks ago, I learned something about a lifetime and dead time. So a lifetime is what you could pretty much uh, you you think about is what you are doing will help you get what you want later on. A lot of people are always on uh, pilot mode, autopilot mode, so they don't care what comes at them. And I mm-hmm. think that is a, that is a complete waste. Mm-hmm. That's a waste of the time. And I think you should have, you should plan about what you want to do. It doesn't have to happen soon, but you should walk towards uh, something that you like. It's not always right. You will make mistakes. The other thing, uh, and that's the other thing that I would like to share. You will make mistake, for sure. Okay. I've made a lot more mistake that uh, I have. Uh, I would like to admit. Mm-hmm. So I make tons of mistakes, and from those mistakes, they are actually some of them are completely dumb. I've learned nothing, and and it was just I don't know why I I did it in the first place. I know that I will still make. A lot of mistakes. I hope it's not as dumb, uh, but some of them are really useful, mm-hmm. and they actually 
becomes something that you uh you can something that will help you later on in your career or in your life and and one perspective that i encourage folks to think about is um to, to understand that uh well it's not really a mistake unless you do it again right so uh okay a uh, quote that i live by is uh i never lose either win or i learn right that's amazing um, so it, it's it's basically taking those uh those mistakes those failures whatever it is and turning it yeah. into okay what lessons can you get um now if you uh, made a quote unquote mistake you didn't really make a mistake because you didn't actually know uh to that uh, that was going to happen or you were lacking information resources or whatever uh it, it's a mistake when you know it and then you still do it anyway right that, that, <laughs> that, those are mistakes right okay um so but and so sometimes changing the perspective to say well it's not really a mistake it's just something that i didn't really know before that can be a, a huge okay. uh, empowering factor as well but i want to take a, a minute to go back to that that first uh recommendation about communication so uh, yeah. were there some kind of uh, tangible or, or practical or, or executable repeatable tips that you could share with folks on on how to do that right or were there any kind of uh resources that help you i've, I've heard some folks say that they, they they just watch a lot of tv and then they, they try to uh, uh, practice uh, <laughs> talking and speaking and understanding that um or, or their favorite shows or whatever um Okay. What are some of the things that helped you from a communication perspective so that people can kind of tactically and practically uh, grow in that space? I see. Uh, a great question. I think, uh, uh, let me, let me put that in a, in a, in a simple way. Whatever you put, I, I believe you will be good at on what you put on. So if you watch a lot of TV, you'll be good at, watching tv for sure <laughs> you will know the inside out of the uh the show that you're watching which is fine if that's your if that's what you want if you are in the uh in the showbiz business if you're in the uh in that type of career trajectory by all means watch a lot of tv right if you're going to be a director in hollywood one day if that's what you aspire to be then you have to watch tv you yeah. have to watch show you have to understand what's going on but don't do it on i uh other than using it as a tool to relax from time to time, if you do it excessively without any objective or goals, then it's not that great, in my opinion. So to, to, improve, of, uh, to improve on the communication skill, I think all you have to do is uh, to, have some idea, to have some idea what you want to get out, out of it. So practice makes perfect. For example, if you... Uh, if you like to be good at professional networking, you want to be good at talking to people and have a great listening skill, then do that. Do a lot of it. You just go out and start talking to people. Set, uh, be deliberate about it. That means set some time and, and uh, make the commitment and go out and do it. An example that I can share is I always... Um, because of all this giving back that I have to do, I realized that one of the things that I need is to be able to speak in public. So that means I have to make some commitment. I have to spend some time and resource to, uh, to get better at it. So I joined Toastmasters. Mm. Yeah. So for the past uh, five, six years, I've on and off, I ho- I've always attend Toastmasters uh, event. I joined local club. And I look for opportunities where I can, I can speak publicly 
and and uh, it's a lot of practice, and I think it has paid dividends in terms of uh, my my growth, personal uh, personal growth and professional growth both. Right, and for those that don't know what Toastmasters is, it's a I think it's a not for profit organization where they focus on public speaking, right? And there are yes. chapters all over the world and uh, yeah. a bunch around the city. And they usually meet uh, once a week or some, sometimes even more often, sometimes less often. And uh, mm-hmm. there's a, a whole structure where you talk about a certain topic, yeah. you uh, occasionally do speeches, and then you can uh, kind of work your way up to levels of speeches. So a lot of it, uh, from what I'm taking away from this, is, is really just, just practice, right? So uh, Toastmasters is, is a framework where you have mm-hmm. to go in on a weekly basis, on a periodic basis, to consistently... Um, practice and, and and I think the way that it's structured is that it um, helps you to improve right so it's not just about doing it it's doing it with the purpose of getting better as, as, as you kind of mentioned with some kind of goal in, in mind all right um, so I, I think uh, yeah Toastmasters is a great resource to, to do that and uh, yeah hopefully people can uh, research in terms of uh, local clubs and, and things like that to, to get around um, so if you were to kind of move ahead and, and uh, give yourself some advice and guidance uh, when you were uh, getting into the working world, right? So, yep. so you just graduated and uh, uh, maybe did you have a job waiting for you when you graduated or, or did you have to kind of go through that process? Uh, I, I have been lucky enough to, uh, to always, I didn't have things waiting for me, but things happen. Basically, okay. I... I just meet a lot of people, do what I usually do. I network. I put some effort into it. Basically, you know, and uh, like say in these three months, I take stocks. Have I met any new people? Have, have I tried to touch base with my old friends? Did I maintain, maintain the relationship? And from from those effort that I have put in, uh, it it compounds. Basically, eventually, it will start paying back. The jobs usually become available, not because I was looking for it, but it became available uh, because the opportunity just opened. And as I was thinking, hey, this is maybe it's a good thing to give it a shot. I mean, it could be a, it may, it, it may be a bad decision, but then uh, you, you fail, right? You have to be, you have to have the courage to fail and to face some uncertainties and, and continue uh, to do so, uh, for if if I were to pass on something about finding a job, is to actually network a lot, to network a lot, to give back a lot, and volunteers. Uh, I don't know, just get out there, start practicing, start talking to people, uh, and have some have some idea in mind for example you want to be a cybersecurity analyst for example you want to get into that kind of industry and start looking up local chapters attend the meeting most of them are free and and put in the effort eventually it will pay back Thanks for joining us on the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, the podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found this podcast. And if you can give us a review, that would be very appreciated. 
feel free to contact me on LinkedIn at Luki Danu, L-U-K-I-D-A-N-U, and the same on most social media platforms. And I look forward to hearing you, from you. Thanks. Bye.